Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. Uh, anyone holding stocks today is probably feeling a little bruised, as you can probably see by the title of our COB newsletter today. This is Annette Beecher on the 6th of January, joined by my colleague, Cara. Hi, how are you? It's pretty grim out there today, isn't it? A sea of red when I look across that board, that tech sector down over 6% on the day. Yeah, it's looking very ugly. I did a quick snapshot at lunchtime and tech was only down two to three percent at lunchtime and then you know a couple of times Cara we've we've stood here in the afternoon and we have a bit of a bit of a lunchtime pickup people think about buying on dips not today all the losses that we saw by lunchtime but more or less doubled down by the close last I saw the ASX 200 down over 200 points at one stage it just hit minus three so I'm sure some of the commentary will be the biggest one day fall since x I don't know what that answer is I did see Scotty at some point say that it was since September but that might have changed since we (laughs) had it a bit lower in the close as well yeah look you actually can't see any green across that board this I can see maybe a spot in energy but but elsewhere it's all red yeah no there's there's not much happening so just to walk back for those of you uh thank you for anyone who contacts me from London saying they listen to us in the morning to find out what's going on and pretty much it was another fed led jump in bond yields it wasn't just about the tightening it wasn't about the tapering it was about the quantitative tightening which is rather than build up the balance sheet you let it run down so that's the trifecta of tightening that just got the market spooked this time yesterday Cara it was just tech led but this time everybody was just caught up in the wash yeah exactly I mean what does this mean then for currency markets I like to always bring it back to the Australian dollar I know you had a chat uh, this afternoon with um, the guys from Idfaquel uh, Patrick Idfaquel from yeah, Patty from from Ebrey. I mean, what what are, what are the traders saying? Where is it going? Considering we're seeing this from the Fed. Well, it's it's really odd because I think if you spoke to the same people three weeks ago, oh, the Fed tightening is priced in. Yeah. And I think that was the theme of of a lot of today's interviews. Where it turned out to be not as priced in as what we thought. And actually, Patty and I started off the conversation saying that you know a year ago the Aussie was seventy eight heading to 85 and here we are you know sub 72 he said it it really wasn't priced in china of course has been pushing us down iron ore is pushing us down but you know what looking through all that he's actually quite positive and he thinks the aussie will get a few friends but maybe not in the in the next 24 hours yeah some of the calls that i've seen for 2022 are fairly tame when just looking around that 73 handle so really not that much movement i mean maybe they got shellacked with their calls last year not so not so exciting for traders let's put it that way well you're not going to make much money on that well speaking of traders you've 
picked your trade trader today, Mandy, of course. She is one of our favourites here from Trading Psychology. What's one of her tips? So it's all about goal setting today on The Trade with Mandy Refsanjani from tradingpsychology.com.au. She lays out all the mistakes that traders make when they're setting their goals for 2022, how to break it up into kind of monthly, weekly, yearly targets. And sounds like to, my to-do list. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And and what to do if you hit those targets as well ahead of time. You need to kind of scale back and look at why have you hit it early? Is it a fluke or is it actually your plan has been put into action and, and how to that, manage that going test, forward? That's the test, isn't it? I'm not a trader, but I certainly sat with them. Do you let it ride? Do you keep your discipline? I mean, what was the the tip there? It's all about discipline. I mean, for me, it's all about discipline. If you've got a plan in place and you've got, you know, specific levels that you're looking to hit, then just stick to the plan because as soon as you you deviate from the plan, that's when things go wrong and, and you see all those losses start to slide. Yeah, I remember, Cara, on one of our promos, you said during some of these global crises, if you keep a cool head, you can still profit even when it feels like everyone is collapsing all around you. Now, one thing that was a, the only positive, I because I did write the market wrap, there was four stocks that closed positive today. Go. One of them being Hum. And of course, Hum, as Rebecca James likes to tell us, is one of the few buy now pay laters that are actually profitable. Well, Latitude has swooped and has lobbed a 330-odd million dollar takeover bid for Hum's consumer business and last I saw hum was about the only buy now pay later that's not down five six seven eight percent and turned out to be our stock of the day is actually latitude ticker code LFS and we had a chat with Chris Conway and Mark Gardner from Macro Capital to tell us about what they think about Latitude and this bid for Hum. It was one that tried to list about three times Latitude. Um, I think a consolidation in the sector is a, is, a, is a good idea overall. It's pretty saturated, particularly to buy now, pay later um, sort of space. So um, they're picking up 5 million customers, 70,000 odd merchants. So look, it's overall, it's a good move. The market seems to like it. Probably just have to watch for a little while um it's been a really solid downtrend in this stock for uh pretty much since it since it listed so uh i'd, I'd be more uh i'd be more wait and see you're having a business that is struggling in latitude since it listed buying or proposing to buy the weakest potentially weakest in the buy now pay later space so it seems to me to be uh you know two struggling businesses coming together can they make a fist of it well, I reckon that will be hard work. I think uh, ultimately investors can do better elsewhere. And there is the view of Chris and Mark. Take a listen to the entire interview in the show notes. And of course, those of you that know me, it's all about macro. And guess what? Macro is zero from my point of view. The Aussie doesn't start releasing any sort of data until next week. But of course, tomorrow is Friday. And guess what we'll be talking about all day tomorrow? non-farm payrolls. I know, exactly. It'll be interesting considering the week that we have had. I mean, you'd think that liquidity is down because of the time of year it is. But I mean, that market today looked pretty red. So in in anticipation of that, it's going to be pretty interesting. Will we we see a bit of a bounce? It will be fun because, uh, you know, besides the Fed minutes, I mean, the ADP private payrolls, which 
every serious analyst says, don't look at that for a guide to payrolls. But look, let's face it, when it's 800,000 instead of 400,000, it does just get that whisper number for non-farm payrolls that little bit higher. But we had a couple of chats about it today and it does seem to be universal that it is about wages because even though wages growth is pretty high, it's still well behind what we're seeing on the inflation front. So I think that wages might be just as important as those headline numbers. And one thing that I've just noticed here on my screen, so it's Andrew's view today. So, you know, Scuddy and me and Cara have had the day off. And I have to say, as somebody who has kids, he's really made a very strong point here. At the moment, schools are on track to return But you know what? The Prime Minister might say that, but these state premiers have their own issues going forward. So the reason I I can segue that into what we were just saying is because if kids aren't back to school, people aren't back to work. And it's very hard to make predictions about payrolls anywhere around the world if you're not sure if kids are in school. So I recommend a very quick read of that as well. And Cara, I'm just going to toss in, you're still battling jet lag from the UK. (laughs) What was the feeling like over there, given that Omicron is really rife throughout the community? Uh, Look, it's the time of the year when the weather isn't great either. So there's a slight grimness to the air in terms of that aspect. But look, I mean, it was Christmas, so people are kind of buoyant in that sense. But the outlook for the Bank of England, as you said, those COVID cases rising, everything was pretty grim. You go to Sainsbury's, you go to Tesco's, the big supermarkets over there, and they've kind of got pictures of asparagus (laughs) rather than real asparagus (laughs) on the shelves. Or they're they're kind of filling it with, you know, bottles of sparkling water or things that they can get rather than fresh produce. So it definitely is noticeable. Yeah, let's hope it's not that bad over here. Although my local Coles, I think for the first time in weeks, actually has milk in yeah, nice. the fridge. So it's now we're all talking about uh, trying to get our hands on a rapid antigen test, but just trying to get a bottle of fresh milk has certainly been an issue in recent weeks well, as well. Well, I must say that's what the UK are doing well. They're just handing out boxes of, of 10 uh, rapid antigen just tests on the street. So, so something's, something's doing readily something readily available. Well. Yes, <laughs> I did. I must admit, I brought a few boxes back with yeah, me. So the black market is kicking off. Just contact Cara as a DM. <laughs> She's got boxes of rapid <laughs> antigen tests well on that note we're going to wind out for today tomorrow's going to be very interesting i think because normally when you get a big shellacking like this on the market closing down nearly three percent we get a few people coming back saying oh it's time to put cash to work but given what's going on thin markets a lot of key investors of course are still on the beach so i'm very much looking forward to our chats tomorrow to find out is it buy on dip or do you just stand clear yeah and i've got tyrone abella from fx evolution on the trade he is an excellent chartist so in terms of levels we're going to ask that question see where we are see where we're sitting when it comes to the asx oh do we buy or not well put your feet up for now i think a gin and tonics calling my name we're going to be back tomorrow from 10 a.m buy the dip or not that is the question have a good night cara see ya